Shut up and sit down. This is the Uncensored Voice. No bullshit, just real shit. Discussing things that will stir the pot. Only here on the Uncensored Voice. With your host, Ricky Midnight. Hi, this is Ricky Midnight. We have a special guest in today, and let me introduce you to Fred. And guess what? Fred is a Democrat. Now, I know that everybody knows me as a Republican and a conservative, but he's a Democrat and a liberal. Sounds about right, right? Well, right, kind of. Yeah, yeah kind, kind of. of. So we're going to get his perspective today. I don't talk to just Republicans and just conservatives. We get perspectives from other people as well. So um, let me ask you a question, Fred. You mind if I call you Fred? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, I know we were talking before the podcast about people coming over and why it's good and why it's bad. Now, can you can you tell me why you think it's good? I think that um, a lot of people who want to do better for themselves and their families to relocate to the United States because of the jobs that pay well. I understand that, and I do meet a lot of people that do that. My family did it. Mm-hmm. They did it for that purpose, was to get the better jobs, the better money, to live a better life. Um, but the ones that do come here to create, you know, chaos, don't follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, they got no business being here. And uh, I mean, and unfortunately, it's hard. The ones that do come in over here legally, sometimes they're, they're come from good families. They just don't have the money to do it the proper way. Yeah. Um, and then you got like the bad ones that really just mess everything up. Yeah. Um, my mom, I was for, fortunate. My mom was born in the United States, but my dad wasn't. Mm-hmm. But we were raised up with rules. I mean, like you don't do stupid yeah, stuff. You, you, was, you don't. You don't commit felonies. You don't vandalize. You, you, you don't join gangs so you can oppress people and steal money out of their pocket ex- yeah exactly i mean i used to hear from gang members oh we're, we're protected in a neighborhood and i even told one are you paying my bills at it you're, you're I, not, i'll go get them to you <laughs> you're not protecting the neighborhood you're extorting the neighborhood Ex- businesses right exactly you're yeah. just scaring people i mean uh, gangs serve no purpose yeah. whatsoever so from my perspective the way i see it is when people immigrate into the united states not only are they doing it so they can get a better life for themselves and their children and give better education to their children so they can have a better life i completely understand that but the, the the plus that i can see or the good side that i can see is they're coming over the more people we have in the united states and again we're not talking about criminals terrorists crap like that but the more people we have in the united states the stronger our economy gets right Correct. So you have more people working. The more people who work, the more taxes are getting paid. The more taxes are getting paid, the the further our deficit goes down, and the better our roads get, um, the better our buildings get. I mean, the the nicer our cities get because you have a huge boost in our economy. I love that. I love the fact that. So don't anybody out there in the uncensored voice land think that I don't like immigration. I love immigration. The problem is illegal immigration and can you tell me why illegal immigration is bad for our economy because there are like invisible people creating chaos mm-hmm. they try to get jobs that pay underneath the table which is very stupid because yeah. it actually serves no purpose mm. um you know they are usually you know crime syndicates that do do push for that mm-hmm. um again you have an illegal person doesn't have any paperwork. He's invisible, but he commits a crime. He even kills. Let's say he kills a police officer. Mm-hmm. There was one time in the United States where 
I'm sorry, in California, where an illegal immigrant killed a police officer. Mm-hmm. Now, instead of doing time, they send him back to his country yeah, because he's not our our um, our citizen. Exactly. Yeah, and they get away with it because they're not our citizen. Yeah. See, now I think my understanding that law has changed. Yeah. When that happened. Yeah. But that law should have changed like the minute he committed that yeah, crime. The very first time some <laughs> exactly. jackass committed a crime. Yeah. Um. And and that's and that's another thing too. When you hear illegally, and mm-hmm. let's say you go into the system, mm-hmm. all you have is just basically negativity about about what you're doing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then you're you're preaching negativity mm-hmm. because you came in here legally and you feel that you can't go through the process like everyone else who does follow the process. Mm-hmm. So now you have an invisible person with with a voice. Yeah. Okay. Which you know, I, I'm sorry. Those persons actually create more bad people. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, and because I mean, your, your your older brother came into the United States ten years before you were even old enough to go across the border, and he did it illegally. And you saw how he was in the United States getting paid twelve, fifteen, thirty, forty bucks an hour in construction. You wanted to do it. You grew up. You got old enough to do it. Then you did it. Now your younger brother or your kids are going to. You know, I, I understand how it, it yeah. just breeds. Yeah. And then some of the dumb stuff they pre. I remember. I'm like I said. I like I've worked a lot of years, a lot mm-hmm. of different jobs. Um, you know, mostly in retail. And some of the stories you would hear, how uh, they would like knock down the United States. You yeah. know, like I would never serve this country. I would never. Then why uh, live here? And that's that's what I used to tell them. I go, why are you here? Yeah. Oh, well, the money's better. Well, guess what? You then that means to, we're, pr- to protect that. Yeah. You gotta you gotta put you gotta put your uh, your two cents in. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it sounds fucked up. And trust me, I mean, I'm kind of on the I'm I'm teetering on the fence on this. Taxes. Especially um, property taxes suck because if you don't pay, pay property taxes, you get in trouble with the law and you can possibly lose your land or your home. And, and it's kind of bullshit. Maybe not your home, uh, but you could have a whole bunch of fines uh, against yourself. And I think that's kind of bullshit. But then there's the other side of the coin. Kind of we were discussing before the podcast how the roads that you drive on, the county roads and the city roads you drive on, who do you think pays for that? Taxpayers. Yes. Taxpayers pay for it. People don't. In Congress or in, in City Hall or the mayor, they don't shit dollars out. That money comes from taxpayers. So if you come over as an illegal alien means and you get paid under the table, you're not paying taxes. So if you're not paying taxes, you're not paying for that road. If you're not paying for that road, then why the hell did you even touch my road? It's, it's my road because I'm a taxpayer. Why did you touch my road? Whether it be with your tire, your feet, your bicycle, you have no right even touching my road or my sidewalk because that belongs to the taxpayers. So if you have no right touching it, then you probably shouldn't even be in our damn country because you can't walk on the road. You can't drive on the road, right? It only makes sense. But yeah, um, so like I said, we were discussing earlier how, um, when you come over, if you get paid underneath the table, yeah, you get paid more than other people because you're not paying taxes to our government, but you also don't have health insurance or social security later on in life, right? And those are the people, believe it or not, when you, especially in California, um, we have General Hospital, which mm-hmm. is like the main core hospital in Los Angeles. Yeah, you were telling me about that. And <laughs> it would, if you go to the emergency, it would always be packed because these people are not going to forfeit the bill. Yeah. Now, Here's the insurance. Uh, here's here's the beauty about insurance, health insurance. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go through that unless uh, you have to go to emergency because you can't get to your doctor's appointment. 
But the minute they find out you have insurance, you pretty much move front of the line, okay? Oh, Because they want you. Yeah. Because you're paying for insurance. Yeah. Now, I've actually Oh, they're going to get paid in results. Exactly. (laughs) So, I've actually done that where I got into a room and I asked the person, hey, how long is the wait? They go, nine hours. I said, Jesus. I have insurance. Okay, for you too. (laughs) Yeah. I went up there, find my name. The minute they saw that I had insurance, the minute they called me in, then they sent me back out. I got called in before everybody else. Yeah. Some people got up to complain. Wow. And then the nurse told him, well, his situation takes precedence. He didn't, she didn't need to explain to him that I had insurance. I, mean, I, I probably would. pay for his bill. <laughs> I probably would. I mean, if I was, if, if the hospital allowed it, right? I, I probably would say, well, he's got insurance. You don't. He goes to the head of the line. End of story. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And basically, I I'm think blunt like that. everybody kind of figured that out. Yeah. I'm you know, sure, and I yeah. even said it. When I came out, they said, why'd you go call early? And go, it's called insurance, bro. Yeah, it's called insurance. When you work, Look at you my insurance, insurance card, right? Exactly. Yeah. I could have gone to go see my doctor, but most, you know, yeah. when you have a doctor, he's off on certain days. Yeah. Okay, but if you have an emergency, then you go to the emergency room, and when you show him insurance, guess what? You're going to get taken care of. Why? Because I pay. Yeah. And, and, and that is the American way. Like yeah. you said, I can drive on the American road because yeah. I pay my taxes. Yeah. I can... Walk into government buildings, or I can, you know, walk in a city, yeah. knowing the fact that hey, you're not an illegal who's going to be drug away. Exactly. Possibly, I don't know. Now, if if I was to go into another country, then there's due process. Yeah. There's a proper way to do it, and I speak to a lot of people from the other side that they follow the rules. They mm-hmm. put the paperwork in, and they're here legally. My mom had a, um, my mom was born legally, but my dad, I was used a work visa. Yeah. Okay, so he worked. He paid taxes, and then, of course, he always worked on the other side. He enjoyed the other side better, which is great, and that's where he stood. But, you know, my mom loved this country, and she didn't expect us to to behave. She didn't expect us to pay taxes. She didn't expect us to serve our country. Mm -hmm. She demanded it. Yes. That's the way it should be. Exactly. I mean, if you're you're not going to, like she would say, you know, make sure that you always pay your taxes on time. Yeah. You know, if you got taxes to pay, yeah. um, just do it legally. Just do the don't, right thing. Don't stupid thing. Yeah, do the right thing. Do the right thing. If you can't do the right thing, then I'm gonna whip your ass. That kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, and my mom, at 95 years old, that she would not slow that down. Yeah. She, and she never stopped my brothers from joining the forces. Yeah. You know, uh, if they decide they wanted to join the forces, she says, I'm going to pray for you like crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it made her proud that her children yeah. served this country. And yeah. This is a Latina woman, okay, mm-hmm. who spoke very little English because mm-hmm. she was raised mostly in Mexico. Yeah. Now, I, I often asked her what you didn't like about Mexico. I mean, you were born in Arizona, mm-hmm. but at a young age, you were whistled to Mexico. You were raised there. I, I asked her, what did you didn't like about Mexico that made you love about the United States? And she says, because the United States got their act together. Yeah. Mexico is constantly asking for a handout. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't want to be, I mean, it, it's ridiculous when you stand there waiting for help, waiting for, yeah. for another government's money so you could, you could feed your kids. What, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. That's just not proper thinking. Well, now, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong here. To me, and I could definitely be wrong, and I'll be, I'm open to you, to you tell me whether I'm right or wrong on this. But to me, I think that the biggest problem with, well, you, well, we're talking about Mexico, so I'm talking about Mexico. The biggest problem with Mexico is the government is just corrupt. Does that sound right? Yes. They, 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 they kind of screw their own people. Um, I've met a lot of people when I was in Mexico 
because I visited Mexico. While I was physically in Mexico, I met a lot of people who were really good people. Um, and and the Tex-Mex, or the Mexicans who come here, um, I've met a lot of them, and most of them are really good people, right? But what I'm thinking is why Mexico is a third world country, because you know its label is a third world country. Why it's a third world country is because the government is just so corrupt that they're sucking money out of their people and they're backing the people who pay them money, say cartels and what have you, and they're helping screw their people even that much more. Does that sound anywhere, anywhere near right? It's unfortunate. It's all correct. <laughs> yeah. So um, I have nothing against Mexico. Um, like I was telling um, a past co-host of mine that um, when I went down there to Mexico, the country's freaking beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful country. They have they have mountains, they have valleys, they have beautiful rivers. I mean, it's just it's just it's just everything like America, every or everything like Texas, you know, because Texas used to be Mexico. It's just a beautiful country, but um, the people are either really, really, really poor or really, really rich, and the rich are rich because they're standing on the shoulders of the poor you know well let me put it this way mm-hmm. I, i've gone to the i've gone to like tijuana yeah. mexicali that's not mexico no that's not when no. you go in the heartland like zacatecas mm-hmm. michigan mm-hmm. uh and you see the far countries yeah, yeah. chihuahua so those mm-hmm. those are 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 beautiful countries they help each other out but then you always get that that segment of the kids that they want something more than to to live on a ranch or yeah. even with the ones that are, are the people working for the ranchers they want something more they want something better mm-hmm. okay and and they do they'll do everything to come over here now majority of them those are good people when they come here the first thing they do is they start working yeah now they get educated by some of the ones who, who've been here in mm-hmm. the united states and they go back to mexico to to live in retirement they give them advice sound advice mm-hmm. like Pay your taxes right off the top. Pay so like when you get a job, make sure you're paying taxes. Don't get a job underneath the table. And when they, that's the first thing they ask, why? Because I get to keep the money. Yeah, but if you get sick later on, guess what? That that money you have is all gone already. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're, you're leaving yourself screwed. You blew it on cigarettes, beers, and exactly. steaks. Exactly. And then let's <laughs> say you, you get married and you have children. Yeah. Well, the first thing they're going to ask is, who are you? Mm-hmm. They're going to want to see your social security. They're going to want your yeah. information. And... Basically, don't be invisible. Mm-hmm. Be seen. Yeah. And most of all, and this is, and I hear this a lot from the old timers that come to America, they work, and then decide to go back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Behave. Yes. Behave. I'm, I didn't mean to pound that. I'm That's sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they literally, they really shout yeah. that out. Don't be a dumbass. Yeah. You know, you take care of your family. Don't do stupid things. Like, don't, don't, don't drive drunk. Don't, um, don't get into fights. Don't. I mean, you can have a good time without doing stupid things. Yeah. And if you, and guess what? They also said if you also do stupid things, own up to it. Yeah, own up to your your own stupid exactly. mistake. So basically, don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. Correct. Yeah. Which kind of leads me to my next question. Now, like like I said when we first started this podcast, you're a Democrat, right? And uh, everybody knows out everybody out there knows that I'm a Republican. So let me ask you, as a Democrat, can you tell me? Why? I, I okay. I I can probably speak for a lot of my listeners. I can't fathom why a person would choose to be Democrat 
in this society, meaning with Joe Biden right. and Kamala Harris, right? Why you would now? I can understand being a Democrat during Kennedy years because Kennedy was a good president, right? even though he was a Democrat, right? But I can't understand why somebody would want to be a Democrat in this society that we're having now. Can you kind of enlighten me and our audience? Well. My family's Democrat, so I was, mm-hmm. I was raised Democrat. Now, believe it or not, mm-hmm. the first thing they used to say when I was little was, mm-hmm. you need to vote Democrat because you're poor. Yeah. Now, you know, my mom told me that too yeah. when I was little. Exactly. Okay. okay. So as you're growing up and then you're starting to learn, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I realized as I, I became an older, I became mm-hmm. a man and started working, paying my taxes, and I still voted Democrat. Mm-hmm. But there was one time I voted Republican, mm-hmm. and there was a reason why. The man made more sense. Yeah. Okay. And the man was talking about job security, creating jobs, mm-hmm. you know, getting America back again. I was talking about Reagan. Reagan, yes. Yeah. <laughs> for some Reagan, for reason, yeah. Reagan caught my attention yeah. over the Democrats. Yeah. Now, when I saw the, the I remember when I saw the, the debate, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was Carter, it was against Carter. Okay. I, uh, Carter was just backpedaling. He got. Are you talking about what, during the Reagan uh, during eighty when the election? Yes. Oh, or, or seventy nine. It was Carter because I remember when when uh, Reagan took over the office, mm-hmm. the um, the Iran Contra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Situation was going on, and Carter took forever to take any action against it. Well, well, we know that Reagan took action, and <laughs> Reagan sold guns to him. <laughs> I know that much. It was Carter. It was Carter who was Democrat, and and um, there was Malta, Walter Mondale was running, of course, as well. Um, Bush Senior was the yeah, vice president, and, and Bush Senior was well on his second term. He was second term. No, no, you're right. You're right. It was Bush. Yeah, it was it was Reagan who was Republican. Carter was Democrat, and then Bush was uh, Reagan's vice president, and Mondale was going to be Jimmy Carter's vice president running right. mate. So, now, I, and yeah. I just remember when I saw that debate, and I was in high school. Okay, yeah. I just saw how Reagan took the bull by the horns. Yeah. And, and just, you know, he was just sending his message clear. Where And all of a sudden, I mean, we're talking early on in the debate. Yeah. Bob Carter became on the on the defense. Yeah. Started backpedaling. Yeah. Even brought up his daughter. Yeah. Uh, and it was just, I was like, oh, come on, guy. And then I just kind of saw it just, just literally fall apart. Yeah. So I thought maybe Monday couldn't, Monday couldn't have fixed mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No, same situation. Bush, you know, Bush basically... Kept the same, same agenda. Yeah. Didn't veer from it that that Reagan had, and it worked. And that's when I decided to, you know, I voted Republican, which pissed off yeah. a lot of people in my family. <laughs> but they said they're for the poor people, and I'm thinking, myself, but we're not poor. No. Well, you know, <laughs> well, see, the, here's the way I look at it. I think, okay, let's say you don't know, because this is this was me. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm talking about me. Okay, you don't know a whole lot about politics when you're a kid, right? Right. Um, and Today, it's different. You have the internet age, you have Facebook, and you have all sorts of crap. We're talking about before all that. The Before you millennials were born and there was all this internet stuff, the way we found out information is from the news. And, you know, the news didn't lie as much as they do now, but we found out stuff from the news and we <laughs> went to the to the libraries, right? And um, that was a pain in the ass, Dewey Decimal yeah. System thing, right? But um, 
that's how we found on our information, right? So the only other way we can find out is ask our mommies and daddies. Mommy, daddy, who should I vote for? Should I be a Democrat or should I be a Republican? And my mommy and daddy said, you should be a Democrat. We always vote Democrat. Right. So in my mind, boom, that's, that's, it's set in stone. It shall be written. It shall be done. I vote Democrat because my mommy and daddy told me to vote Democrat. And I'm assuming that's kind of the, the way you went as well. Mommy and daddy right. told you to vote Democrat, right? Families always voted Democrat. Hispanics vote Democrat, right? Correct. Well, I I don't see it like that anymore that I'm grown up, right? Now I vote for who has the better agenda, yeah. right? So in this case, um, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll talk about Trump, right? Uh, Trump against Biden. Um, Trump was an asshole. Trump was a dick. <laughs> Trump said stuff that he wasn't supposed to say. <laughs> Trump was a loose cannon. But Trump as far as I'm concerned, Trump did a lot of really good things. He bounced our economy back from the shithole um, that China has unleashed upon us. Um, he started making us independent on oil. Um, and, I mean, he, he did a whole lot of stuff. Trump was for law enforcement. And um, I think that not being Democrat or Republican, I liked Trump's ideas. Right. Now, if you like Trump's ideas, you're going to vote Republican, because that was Trump. So that's why I voted Republican, right? Now, it just so happens that most of my alignment is with the Republican Party as far as Second Amendment, keeping guns, um, law, pro-law enforcement, um, pro-life. you know life. Um, A lot of these things are, are my... The way I see it just coincides with the way the, the, uh, the uh, Republican Party would make it, right? Now... I know I've talked to you extensively um, about things such as this, and a lot of your beliefs align with that as well. So, I'm curious, as as you know, as uh, most of our listeners would be curious, why would you still consider yourself Democrat, even though most of your your thoughts align with that as well? Because I know from talking to you, you're tired of Black Lives Matter doing the shit they're doing. Now, most Democrats are not tired of it. They're, they embrace it. I've actually talked to them, and they're like, well, they're just getting their frustrations out. I'm like, they're fucking criminals. They're committing crimes. And you don't agree with that. And can you tell us why you would still <laughs> consider yourself a Democrat? Well, not, not, not all, all Democrats uh, align with styles. And unfortunately, the ones that are in the office have, yeah. to, have to play the, the, oh, you know, we're embracing this situation. Um, that, that just got, that just got bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Black Lives Matter, I get it. Uh, torturing the cities and, and killing innocent people, I don't get. Okay. And it, and it, it continued, it didn't just start in one city. It's just, it started going to other cities. Now, I get there was peaceful protests and I guess, uh, and I get there was sometimes they were asking for, for protests and police protection. That's great. But the bottom line is, you still open the gate for others to go commit berserk, crimes, yeah. commit crimes, yeah. and, and they and then they got protected. Mm-hmm. And and I and I saw this, and I and I and I when some black guys came out of a store stealing stuff, and the mm-hmm. cops were ready to approach them, and this one girl stood right in front of them, and she tells them they're not killing anybody. Well, so you know what? If I was a store owner. I would say no. I want to kill. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my stuff. I I work hard, hard for that for store. Yeah. I built that store. 
Now, people didn't just say, hey, you can become the owner of this store and everything that belongs in it. I mean, exactly. you have to work your ass off to get to that point. So, where, where did it, it's, it's okay. As long as you don't kill anybody, you can do that? Yeah. Okay. And then there was other stuff that was going on. They were, I mean, the, the, the continues of, of uh, destroying businesses and stuff like that. But as long as they didn't kill anybody, that's okay. Hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. That's not okay. No. That is not okay. And, and then it got to the point, a level where they were destroying black businesses too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now they're, they're screaming like, hey, what's going on? Nobody, I'm sorry, but a lot of the black leaders should have stepped up and said, stop. Yeah. Well, to that, it's like, okay, let's say, let's say you and I are both black, right? Right. Okay. And, I'm the, I'm the black leader and you're, you're a, a member of Black Lives Matter. Okay. So I'm the Black Lives Matter leader and you're, okay. And you're out there committing crimes against white businesses. And I, and I'm hush hush because I don't care. But you commit crimes against black businesses and I say, Hey, stop doing that. Why are you doing that? That in itself is racist, right? Yeah. I'm a racist asshole. Instead, being a black lives leader, I should say, Hey, Quit fucking committing crimes. I don't give a shit if you're committing them to white people, yellow people, red people, brown people, black people. Don't fucking commit crimes that, in our name. And that's when they should yeah. have stepped up. Exactly. The, the minute they started the riots, I think some of the black leaders should have stepped up and said, enough. Not that, oh, this is okay. You're bringing us a bad name. You're giving us a bad name. Stop exactly. your shit. You defeated the Black Lives Matter the minute you started destroying yeah. well, I, property. As the Black Lives Matter leader, I would tell you... Stop giving my movement a bad name, you asshole. You're not part of my fucking movement. Get the fuck out of here if you're going to do these things. That would be the way I would see it. But how come these leaders aren't doing that? They're just buying homes. Did you see, did you see that that one leader has like four or five homes in Beverly Hills? And she got that, uh, through the donations. Through. Yeah. Coke and Nike and Under Armour and Bill Miller. All these people are donating her millions she of was, dollars. I think she was also taped in uh, Las Vegas. Why should she buy? A, <laughs> why should she buy any? Why should she become rich? It's a movement. If I start white movement tomorrow, right? White Lives Matter movement tomorrow. Does that mean I'm starting White Lives Matter movement so I can become rich and buy all these homes? Or am I doing it just for awareness? Not awareness so you can see me get rich and buy homes and Lamborghinis and swimming pools. But I'm doing it for awareness for white people. So why should I use that for, for personal profit in any way? It To me, it's, it, it's almost as if she did this Black Lives Matter movement as a scheme to get rich. That's what it seems like. Probably didn't start that way. Probably didn't. But when she saw the money rolling, yeah. she went with it. She's like, ooh, I get to... Yeah. Now I get to, it's kind of like starting your own, your own, um, uh, religion, like the religion of the wooden people, right? And I started my own religion of the wooden people so I could become super rich, you know? <laughs> kind of what it seemed like, right? Hey, the, uh, some of the most pop, I mean, think about this way. David Koresh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If he wasn't so psychotic and, and <laughs> such a pervert. Yeah. The guy would have run a rich system because yeah. people, I've heard, yeah. This is what I heard and this is what I read. Yeah. People gave sold their homes, sold their businesses there, and yeah. gave him this money so they could live in this one one, one room with like fifteen people. With fifteen people and let him screw his wife. And no AC. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean if you're able to do that, yeah. you know, hooray for you. Yeah. Because you 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 ripped up your fellow man. You have that girl. <laughs> 
<laughs> you took his wife and you, and 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 you're sleeping hopefully with the mm. older daughter, okay? Well, yeah. 18 and over. Yeah. But this guy went crazy. He started doing, you know, younger children and, yeah. and, okay, and then he and nobody questioned him. Yeah. You know, and, and that's I mean, I'm thinking to myself, damn it, correction. <laughs> I mean, people will follow that. And I think with this Black Lives Matter, when people started going crazy mm-hmm. and they were getting away with it, more blacks followed. Yeah. And I think, I, I, I'm sorry, it's just sometimes it's just chaos leads to more chaos. Yeah. You know, power, absolute power corrupts. Corrupts, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And I just, it, it didn't, it, my, in my opinion, it didn't. It didn't stop anything. To me, it's just people looked at him. Now people jump back. Okay. Where before, you know, if there was a black situation, you know, a lot of people would not get involved. Yeah. Okay. Now, instead of stepping forward to help out, they they jump to step back. Hey, guys, that's part one of Speaking with a Democrat. And I'll have part two coming up later on this week. And then finally, part three. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Until then, take care. Thanks for listening to the Uncensored Voice. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, on the Uncensored Voice, we tell it like it is. So be safe, my friends, and may God bless America.